think of your wardrobe and all the clothes you don't wear for whatever reason. If you know how to sew and keep a clothing stash you want to rework, think of these as well. Where do you start with them? Probably you have too many ideas of what to do or don't have any ideas at all. Let me tell you, I know really well how long it could take to find good idea. Idea that you really like. Long, exhausting hours of looking everywhere. But then, it always happens to me, I don't have the same initial garment to start with. And how you really know that it's going to work for you, it's really hard. I know how all this feels and that's why today I'm so excited to share something that I found actually works. I'll show you how to use my 3 pal system and find your refashioning project from what you're already on. When it comes to refashioning, there is so many specific ideas online. But at the end of the day, we all want different things and we all have different tastes for clothing, right? Therefore, instead of telling you where to cut and what to do, I have something more flexible. The three-pal system I'm going to share with you in this episode is designed to go to your wardrobe or clothing stash and find your idea there. So by keeping it flexible to what you have, this system will give you direction of possible ideas. So you have the freedom to choose what you really love to make for yourself. So good. I just love it. And something else. As promised, today with the last third part of the series, you can download the Upcycling Beginners Starter Kit I mentioned in the first part. So finally, you're going to have something really tangible to support your creating process. So exciting, I just can't wait to tell you more about it. Hi, I'm Mariana, fashion upcycler from Perth, Western Australia. After working in the industry for a while, I found my passion in creatively reworking existing clothing, transforming them for new exciting life. Today is the final part of our Upcycling Beginners mini-series on the podcast. To remind you, in part one, I shared with you my three-step formula, so you can start easy from what you already have at home and get the best chance you end up with project you actually want to wear. We continued with part two, where you learned about the two main strategies in upcycling and we talked about the six most popular upcycling techniques. Some easy to do, others are a bit more challenging. I also advise that if you're just starting to upcycle, regardless of your sewing experience, it's good to start with these six techniques and choose one of them. So that was in the previous two episodes, part one and two. Today, in the final part 3 of the mini-series, as I mentioned, I'm going to share with you my 3-pal system that will help you find your project from what you already have, in your wardrobe or your clothing stash. But before going over the 3-pal system, 
I want to mention first about the starter kit. So you'll be able to download it by following the link that you see at the top of the show notes of this episode. That is if you're listening on your favorite podcast or music app. But if you're listening on the website, then just scroll down and you'll see where exactly to download the starter kit. Now, you know that this episode was going to go out much earlier than now. However, instead of publishing it in a week, it really took me so much more time. And therefore, I do need to apologize to those of you who came back in a week or two weeks after that and didn't find the episode. I'm really sorry about this delay. It took me much longer and of course there were so many things that I didn't anticipate, including the small editing, formatting and all the tech things that I needed to set up behind the scenes. But the good news is that it's done and it's set up easy for you to just go and take it. It actually came out even better than I imagined. So you have all the information there, everything in a very clear and concise fashion. So you can easily go through the pages and the different sections. So you have different chapters, where to start with the formula, with some examples and links. Then you have the two main strategies and the six upcycling techniques. And at the end, I added a bonus. I explained about the process and the three steps of the process and some guidelines over this. So hopefully, now with the starter kit ready for you, you won't be disappointed for waiting longer. Again, to download the PDF, just follow the link at the top of the show notes of this episode. Or if you're on the website, you will see a pop-out window or further in the post. When you download it, you can save it on your computer, iPad or smartphone, whatever is the easiest way for you to use it. If you have any issues and can't download it, just send me an email to mariana at ecofashionsewing.com and I'll sort it out for you. Now with all this settled, let's see what the three pals system is all about. Well, what is interesting is that I came up with the three pals system a few years ago when I had to do a presentation on clothes of cycling. I wanted something simple and yet something that gives open options to people who wanted to rework their clothes. Back then, I already had some random projects behind my back. They were from things I haven't worn for a while or things I thrifted and actually didn't like how they looked on me. So they needed some rework. So digging deeper retrospectively, how I actually approached those projects, I came up with the three pals. At this point of time, I hadn't stumbled on any kind of three pal systems of any sorts. But later I found there are different pal systems. Nevertheless, I continue to stick to this one just because of two simple reasons. The first one is that 
it was working in my favor. I was taking things I don't wear and after making changes, as a result, I was having interesting and really lovely piece to wear. So it helped me to add really good, unique garments to my wardrobe and to personalize them to my taste at that moment of time. And that without spending almost no money. We all know that fabric from the row and good quality, even designers clothing, they are really expensive. So along with uh, just making new interesting pieces for my wardrobe, I was just simply reusing what I already had. So it was budget savvy, my taste and results, really unique one-off pieces and from what I already had. Did I say two reasons? Okay, let's count this one as number one. Now, the second reason I kept using the 3 power system to find projects and upcycle is because this approach was working for me as a maker. A maker who also wanted to do something about the huge amount of textile waste that we face today. I realize it might sound a bit silly, but if you think every single person actually contributes for the fabric waste we accumulate during the last two or so decades, and it's even getting worse. Fashion industry is actually not interested in doing anything like to decrease the amount of the produced, mass-produced, I should say, clothing. So, at the end of the day, it's up to every single one of us to do something. So, what I decided is to stick to what clothes I already have and deal with them. Back then, I felt that this is a way for me to do something. And I feel the same today. A while ago, I just decided to stop thrifting for a while and stop donating. Yes, I used to donate the things that I don't wear or I don't want to rework. This is how it was. But really knowing that only 15 to 20% of the donations are purchased back and the rest gets downgraded, recycled to wall insulation, rugs, burnt or dumped on landfill, well, I decided I can do something else. Now, if I needed something new, I was just going to a secondhand shop of any type, especially for clothing, shoes and accessories. Today, the three pile system continues to helping me to organize my clothing and to find the next projects that I want to refashion. So far, it is serving me really well as a maker. And keep in mind that it can work for your wardrobe or your clothing stash that you accumulated over the years and want to rework. Okay, so from the part one of the mini-series, that's two episodes back, you know the formula. Let me remind you, that was to start from what you have, to do what you can and to make what you love, right? So that's what to keep at the back of your mind. Then, from the part two, you know that there are different techniques that you might consider when you find a garment or you have materials that you want to rework. 
Well, now it's time to look at what you have. How can be organized from maker's perspective and how you could approach it. Let's see what are the three piles. Now remember, we're talking about your wardrobe, but also you can apply the three piles system to your clothing stash. And here is what kind of clothes go into each of the piles. So the first pile is called love and wear. And here you group all clothes you usually prefer and wear on everyday basis. But also here you can include outfits for all those get-togethers with family and friends, as well as those outfits and garments that you like to wear on special occasions. All we know, anything that you have worn during the last one to two years. So on everyday basis, for get-togethers, shopping, gardening, whatever, and also on special occasions. Moving on to pile two. Pile two is called love and don't wear. Here are clothes that you keep and want to wear, but in reality you never do. It could be because of the ill fit that something has and it's fixing. It could be items with too long hems, tighter on the arm, old favorites that are getting too small and you can't wear anymore, but still you continue loving them. So you actually like the clothes of this pile, but there's always something not right to wear them out. Okay, let's move on to pile three and then we're going to see what you could do with each of the piles. So pile three is called don't love and don't wear. Here is all the rest from the back of your wardrobe. All these well forgotten or never worn items. These are the impulsive buys, items that are not your style, not your fabric, color or print, anything in between. Perhaps you wore it once or twice, but only to ensure you, you don't want to wear it again. What is interesting is that researches have shown that on average we wear about 40% of our wardrobe. I'm not sure where I've read it, but it was something that really struck me. I really didn't think we were only this much of our wardrobe. This is pretty much not even half of the wardrobe, right? There is another principle that I really love. And this is the Pareto principle. It is also known as the 80-20 rule. Let me explain if you're not familiar with it. Now, in general, the 80-20 rule states that 80% of outcomes come from 20% of inputs. And why is this effective and good to know is that when you identify and prioritize those 20%, you can use them efficiently to get maximum value. Now, when translated into your wardrobe, the 80-20 rule means that most likely you wear 20% of your clothes in 80% of your time. 
So following the statistics of the 40% and the Pareto principle of 80-20, then the chances are that you wear about 20 to 40% of your clothes. Going back to the three pile system, in terms of this system, most likely is that those 20-40% of the clothes you have are in your pile one, the one you love and wear, right? Hopefully is 40, not just 20. And I'm not even going to mention the clothing stash because it will get really messy. There, the percentage probably is going to shrink a lot. Okay, now going back to the wardrobe, this percentage 20 to 40 is your actual, your wearable wardrobe. And really identifying the clothes you have there is definitely going to give you a lot of further clarity. You'll be able to identify what you like, what you prefer to wear on everyday basis or for special occasions when you go shopping or to meet friends and so on and so forth. Furthermore, because of this clothes inspection, you would be able to find what is missing. Are there any at all? And what other wishful articles of clothing you could make for yourself? Remember, the maker's perspective. And that's what's good about it. So this way, you really have a good chance to satisfy any inner desires for different types of clothing and really enrich your actual wardrobe with styles that are unique and customized to your individual taste and personality. So let's see what you could do with these three pals in terms of making and upcycling. Here is how to use the three piles. Pile 1 is the heart of your wardrobe. And here is how you could get even more out of this pile. So first, save the garments in this pile as long as possible. Whenever they need, just fix them. Apply visible or invisible mending. Go further and Use decoration techniques to prolong the lifespan of those favorites. The other thing you could do is to knock off the patterns. Yes, copy the patterns of these darlings to make duplicates or reinvent them into a slightly different color scheme or material. I'm sure you'll have one or two ideas about this. This is really good way to add something that you already know that is working for you, right? Another thing is just to cherish this pile as it is fantastic starting point to understand your style. Something really important when you create for yourself. And over time, you can add new makes, then better reflect your new taste for clothing and fulfill the lifestyle changes that you go through over the years in transitional times or when you're just changing your style. Recheck the pile and whatever feels outdated, just relocate it to one of the other piles. Moving on, let's see what to do with pile 2. 
pile two is really your hidden treasure. And here I assume you will find plenty of different items that you want to rework. So to reveal this hidden treasure and put pile two into use, here is what you could do. One thing you could do is to find all these garments with two long hems and shorten them. You won't believe how many garments don't work just because of their hems too long. This could be dresses, skirts, tops, trousers, jeans and anything. A simple thing as hemis, it's really important to get it right for your proportions. As you might know, it's not about the body size, but it is about the proportions. And hems needs to be done to show your body in the best possible proportions. Another thing that you could do with the pile too is to alter, adjust and fit items to present you again in the best way they actually could. And just to remind you here, baggy clothes really make the body size bigger. So it makes your body look bigger rather than covering it up. And this is regardless of what size are you. What else you can do with the pile too is to taper pants or jeans just to show off your legs the right way. Another thing that you could do with pile two is to upsize well-forgotten favorites. I really love upsizing. I gave you some examples in the previous part of the mini-series, but you will have this in the starter kit as well. You can upsize not just old favorites, but also giveaways from friends or thrift finds that grabbed you but are too tight and smaller in size. Just keep in mind that the right size is really critical so it looks the best way possible on you. What else you could do with Pile 2? You could restyle ready-to-wear items and make them quirky, customize them and make them unique one-offs. It really all depends on your taste and style preferences. Talking about restyling, when you love the fabric, the shape of the garment or the color, then you can still make it work. Consider techniques like embellishment and decorations if you want to keep the garment intact. Or you can do one new from two or more old, so to combine garments together and make one new. I'm not going into details about what kind of upcycling techniques you can use to restyle and refashion because you will have everything in the starter kit. Remember, this system gives you enough freedom to choose something that you really love to have. It all depends on what you want to do, what skills you have and most importantly, your personal taste for clothing. What I also want to add is just to keep in mind that it could be something really simple. It's not necessary to be very complex design. I remember in one of my local workshops when we discussed with one of the ladies what she could do at home because she wanted to go and immediately take something from her wardrobe and make it work. Then she thought of a long dress that used to be her favorite, but she didn't want to wear it um, like a dress anymore. So it was just the simplest idea just to make this dress into two separate pieces and wear them the top with jeans or something else and the other, the lower part is a skirt. 
So it could be something really simple. As long as you would like the idea and really think this is going to work for you. You could just improve the design, remove or add new sleeves to a garment and play until you get the right look that will suit your personality. The starter kit will have all the upcycling techniques and ideas so you can choose something that will suit your taste. Okay, so you have pile one with your favorites, pile two with anything that you really like but you can't wear for some reason. You have some ideas what to do with the pieces depending on what's wrong with them so you don't wear it. But what about pile three? The things that you don't love and don't wear. So the first thought for pile three is to get rid of it, to give it away or donate, right? But let me tell you from my experience, this pile also have potential. And here are some ideas how you can utilize the garments from pile three. One thing you could do is to use the pile three as secondary material to other refashions. For example, if the fabric is good, even though it's not your color, keep it as a secondary or an accent. Let's say if you don't love red or sheer whites, well, red is amazing accent color and sheer materials work wonders as skirt or sleeve extensions or for layering. But I'm sure you can find other uses as well. So use a secondary material to other refashions. Another thing that you could do is to reuse in projects, but as trims, lining, pockets, inserts, bias binding, flares or ruffles to sleeves, necklines and so much more. I just can't think of every possible application and really depends on your situation, what you need. So reusing projects as trims and small other bits and pieces, inserts, bias binding, etc. I remember one of my projects and this is due to go onto a video. So I upsized knee length jeans shorts and on the inside I had really rough seams and I didn't want to uh, overlock it because it was still looking not neat enough as I wanted. So instead I used leftovers from bluish with flowers uh, cotton fabric just uh, I think even was uh, quilting fabric I'm not sure so I've made bias binding from these leftovers and used it to bind the seams on the inside I didn't add from this leftover fabric on the outside of the garment but I just loved it because when you open the inside you'd be able to see the interesting detail and we know that detail is sometimes just the thing that the garment needs. So going back to part three, use this accent or trims like bias binding. Multicolor materials are amazing for darker shades and denims inside or outside the garment. Woven cotton fabrics are really firm and yet soft to bind seams on the inside talking about utilizing as much as possible from the existing garment. Continuously cut original seams from woven garments are really good as ribbons and trims, exactly as I did in my yellow shirt refashion. 
I'll post link in the show notes of the episode so you can see. There I cut the original seam from the men's shirt, which was the secondary material. And I used that original seam as a ribbon. I used also some of the leftovers to make a flower. And just to make those final embellishments to the garment, to finalize and balance the look. Another example is that t-shirt material is really good for neck and armhole bands. So you can finish necklines and armholes by using old t-shirt and so on and so forth. Just depending on what is your project in particular, adjust the ideas and make what you need. Okay, so, so far for pile three, we mentioned that you can use garments from this pile to complement your other refashions as a second material, let's say as a skirt extension. Or the second thing we mentioned is to use as trims and smaller things, spice binding and whatever you need. Another use of this pile is to practice sewing and learn new techniques. We all know that fabric from the row is really expensive. So keeping different fabrics or garments like wovens and knit materials, cottons and shears will give you the material. So whenever learning new seam or sewing technique or just practicing, you'll be having plenty of choice and you won't worry that you're wasting it, right? Depending on the amount of this pile, you can have it in a box or you can keep it on a shelf. It doesn't matter. It's just you have this material to practice sewing, learn new techniques and not being worrying that you're wasting good material. And last thing that I'm using this pile for is to test seams and finishes before sewing onto the real project. When you refashion, having a good choice of different materials really makes sampling and testing stitches outside the project very easy. And often when upcycling, there's no extra material for testing and adjustments, the machine settings. So having different kinds of leftover material does come very handy. Well, now you have it. Today you learned about my three PAL system. You can now look at your wardrobe or clothing stash waiting to get reworked from a very different, from maker's perspective. To wrap it up, pile one was about all clothes you love and wear. Along with keeping these favorites in a good shape, mending them, fixing them and caring for them, you now know that you could copy their designs and duplicate, or you could make something slightly bit different, but still that good. Pile 2 was the one you love but not actually wearing. This is the one pile that has lots of potential to get altered or reworked. So no more excuses, right? You know that you just now need to decide what you want to do with some of the items there. And finally, Pile 3, the abundant pile that you don't love and don't wear. Now you know how to see this pile with a different eye. You could still use this as an accent or trim or just to complement your other refashions as a secondary or additional material. But also you could use this material 
adjust to learn sewing techniques, practice, test seams, and adjust the machine settings before sewing the real project. It's really handy to have such a no-worry material when you upcycle. Now, wrapping up this episode is reminding me of those of you who once shared with me. Like Pam, who said, I find it hard working out how or what to design with the piece. Well, Pam, and all of you who were wondering about that, I encourage you to download the Upcycling Beginner Starter Kit and have a look. To download, if you're listening on your podcast app, follow the show notes of the episode. At the top, you'll see the link to the website ecofashionsewing.com. And if you're already on the website, then just look for the sign-up box. And quickly, one last thing. If you want to help me to spread the word, I would love you to share the starter kit. When you're downloading it, you will see sharing buttons. So it will be really easy to share it to your sewing friends or the craft group you are in, on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. I just want to say, this will mean the world to me. So thank you so much for doing so. Hopefully you had a great time today. I did for sure. I enjoy every week's episode and talking about how often you hear from me. Just a quick note. Now, I really don't want to do it, but this is the only way for me. I need to reduce the amount of episodes I'm posting per month. It just takes me really a lot of time to make an episode. I'm doing everything myself, but now I need to allocate some good amount of time on the online program on clothes upcycling that some of you know I'm developing at the moment. Now, I still have amazing content for you. I'm just going to post it every second week, so twice per month. So now you can download the starter kit and begin with some projects until the next time. And I can't wait for the next time because then we're going to talk about quality. Yes, quality is really important. I have some tips and tricks for you on what to look for when upcycling so your projects end up looking high-end and professionally done work. If you think upcycled clothes are tacky and want to prevent your projects from looking um, handmade in a bad way, then you will need to listen to this next episode. So don't forget that you can follow and subscribe, definitely subscribe to the website. That is the most secure way that you will get all this information when it's out. Thank you so much for listening today and for your wonderful company. Talk again soon. Bye for now.